Hey, this is Dillian Harper, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has shoved his pants and underwear up his ass and is now trying to pull them back out of his boner hole. That's Jeff Clark. Uh-oh, we lost him. <laughs> oh, what's up, everyone? My bad. I, I muted myself. And... Transmitting to us from the inside of a barrel of rage, the furious bearded booger eater known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. Yeah, we we learned in a very very long Easter egg that Shuddy has been dealing with some some anger. And not, I mean, so not the anger I, that not... Jeff's vibrator is currently punishing his ass with. Uh, I thought we were here to talk about Shuddy's prostate exam. <laughs> we, when we were getting the Zoom set up, for some reason, Zoom was not taking my sound settings, and I was very close to to freaking out. But I, I, I did tell you guys that last week I had to take my food safety exam, and instead of scheduling to do it in person i scheduled to do it from the comfort of my own home in a webcam proctored exam and i did my due diligence uh to find out what the requirements were because this is i'm going to remove my webcam this is the state that my desk usually looks like so we've got that stuff on one side, and then all of that work stuff on the other side, and various pot paraphernalia sitting around, and yeah. and all of that. And you're like, you're like somebody well, in the Matrix. So I cleaned up. Well, I thought I cleaned up all the pot. I had all the pot paraphernalia out of sight, uh, and went through the thing with the proctor, and they're like, "All right, now show me your desk." And the only thing I saw in the rules was that I could not have study guides around. Okay. And Fair enough. So I made sure, like, I moved them. I took them even out of the room. I was like, they're not even going to be. And the proctor says to me, your desk needs to be completely empty of everything. Wow, this proctor's a real fucking pee hole, huh? And... It was already a lot of hoops to jump through. Like I had to give them a webcam tour around the room. Like wow, and this is uh, was... this is Battle Cat. This is um, this is Ram Man and Fisto. They don't do what you think they do. Trust me. And so when they were giving me shit, I fucking I lost my mind. I forgot that they could hear everything I was saying. Oh, like. I went on like a, a fuck filled tirade and no lie to you. I at first started carefully taking things off my desk. And then I just, you know, I said, fuck it. And I just 
Whoosh. Just threw everything off the desk in one swoop of my arms. This fucking Proctor, I bet he fucks kids. And then he goes, and now your cell phone, place it somewhere out of reach behind you. And I was like, I'm sitting against the fucking wall. There's no, and I threw it across the room. Like, and then like two minutes later, the Proctor's changed. Like I had a full You scared him off? I must. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't, like I said, I couldn't, they, they were, we were typing. So I didn't know, uh, but they must have heard at, I'm like, I don't know what you fucking want more you want me to do. Like, I just want to take this fucking test and get it over with. Now I'm going to have to spend an hour after this putting my fucking office back together. Like, I was Yeah, and I mean, in that, in the the way you're you're saying those things, it sounds like, like, if if I were that proctor, I wouldn't think like, oh, this guy thinks he's muted and he's flipping out. It sounds like you were directly just venting all that shit right to him. Yeah, like, it was just. (laughs) <laughs> now, Proctor, no, no, no. is that a um a prostate doctor? <laughs> is that like brunch? No, everyone knows that's a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what ended up? How was the test? Was it difficult? There were. It was ninety questions. Is it like? Is, is a lot of it just? Like no brainer stuff. Like, um, Daniel wants to mix poop into his acai bowl. Is this safe or is this not safe? Yeah, it, a lot of it is stuff like that. Like, like an employee is showing signs of food poisoning. What should you do? Get Mer- them the fuck out of the restaurant. Like, hide the body. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I still have I still remember this. That's how you know it, it stung me deep that it stayed in my head this long. But when I was it was it had to have been very, very early in grade school and it was just, just about like safety in general, like as being a kid. Cause you know, when we were young, it was it was kinda like Mad Max. I was I would I would get home from kindergarten and my mom would be like, You've been playing too much Nintendo, go outside and play, get lost for a few hours and I would just run out the front door. No cell phone, no beeper, no nothing. Just a five-year-old let loose in the wild to play. And, you know, that is, uh, that's not a thing anymore. No. No, boys can't be boys anymore. No, I I don't even know why I brought that up. Where am I? What were we talking yeah, about? I was wondering where something scarred you as a kid. Oh, that's right. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, so, okay, this, how how was that so scarring that you had freedom? No, no. So this test that we all had to take was basically about neighborhood safety. And I remember, like, I was like, I'm going to fucking ace this. Because they, they, you know, went over all this stuff for a few days and then tested us on it. And it was like, one of the questions was, when about to cross the street, should you look one way and cross, look zero ways and cross, look look each way and then cross, or look each way, check each direction twice and then cross? And I was like, oh, well, that last one sounds super safe, you know? You do a double check, then, then, then your, your ass is extra in the clear. So I chose that one, and it was wrong, and I did not get a hundred percent on that test just because of that. Uh, wow. 
You really excited Jeff. That really got his motor running. <laughs> oh man, this is going to split me from a hole to grundle to pee hole. Man, I need to tell the fucking tree engineers to cool out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember like stuff like that was the reason I didn't get a hundred and that like I, I had to have been like six or seven and I'm still pissed off about it now at 41. So was there anything like that? Like, you erred on the X side of extra safety and they're like, Nope, that was too safe. Be less safe. I wonder, let me, it didn't, it didn't tell me what I got right or what I got wrong. Yeah. But I didn't no, really know. Like... It just said, you pass. Congrats. You passed. It's like, it's like I it's fucking better like... have. It's kind of like one of the questions on like the California driving test. Or if you like, if you see a blind guy, trying to cross the road what do you do you try like the an- <laughs> well it's while you're driving so like the options were i don't i, I only remember like two of the options i think there was like four but one of them was do you honk the horn to get his attention or do you sit at the intersection and wait for him to hear you stop. And I was like, oh, it's obviously the, the, the honk the horn. And it wasn't. It's like, you're supposed to like, just stop and like, let him listen to your engine. And it was like, I don't know. It just blew my brain. I was like, what the fuck? What, how could that be the answer? Okay. That was like the so, only question I got wrong. I got a 91. Yeah. That's pretty solid. A minus. So yeah. they gave me, you're not allowed to have any study stuff. It's 90 questions, and they gave me two hours to take it. What? 90 questions? 90 questions. And I was done with it in like 20 minutes. What a show off. But, okay, so in domain one, which was management of food safety practices, I got a 75 in domain two hygiene and health 100% safe receipt storage transport and disposal of food 92% safe preparation and cooking of food 87% safe service and display of food 88% Cleanliness and sanitation, 100%. Oh, there you go. And facilities and equipment, 92%. So a handful of incorrect answers here and there. But still so averaging out to each a 91. Point was, each question, if I can do this right, 100 divided by 90, was worth 1.11 points. So... Wow. Well, I mean, so so this is related to you and your acai management skills. So does this open up like new superpowers? Can you be like, can you get promoted now? Like, what's what's the deal with this? No, this is just food safety. Like, most states require somebody who's food safety certified to be in the stores at all times, at least one person. So you weren't previously food safety certified, but you are now? I was, but it had expired a few months ago. Oh, how how long does it last for? Five years. Oh shit! It's like uh, it's like TSA pre-check. 
But so when I when I got it the first time, I was just a store manager. I was just responsible for one store. So I did the online course like I did this time. And it, you couldn't skip through the videos. You had to watch every second of every video. And the first time I did the class, I just had it playing in the background while I played PlayStation. Yeah, I had to do a lot of stuff like that for serious. Like the all so, these like training things, like sexual harassment training. It's like, pff, what the hell do I need training for? I'm already awesome at it. Yeah, this, but this time, since I am, you know, in charge, I took it seriously. King of the acai dingleberry. And I can't find it, but I filled it this gigantic set of study guides that was like this thick. Like I paid attention and I drug the class on to make sure I absorbed as much as I could. Yeah. How many, how many hours did so, you put into studying for your acai test? So the course itself is eight hours, all did, the videos, but I spent probably 12 on it. Did you, I mean, I'm guessing this wasn't a one day thing. You spaced it out over the course of like a week or something, right? Or did you, are you last minute cram session shuddy and you started at 12 hours before the test? So I, uh, I started taking the online class. I signed up for it, uh, on August 5th. It expired November 3rd. So I spent all of last weekend finishing it so I could take the, I spent Sunday after you were here, hung over still finishing the course so I could take Holy the shit. test last week. Yeah. Like I had to, I had to cram it a lot of it in at the very end because I was like, Oh, I have three months. I'll take my time. And then it's like, Holy shit. It expires on the third. Yeah. If I, if I had to pay to, for it again, if I had to study for anything that Sunday, I would have retained 0% of the information. Yeah, it was it was rough that Sunday finishing that because I knew that I had to finish the course before it expired so I could take the test. Jesus. Well, but now I'm good for another five years. I'm glad flipping out of the proctor didn't then, disqualify you. I know that was what I was afraid of. <laughs> like, did, I did just, you did you like let it on when you saw that you weren't mute? You were like, "Oops, um, I was talking to the dog." Sorry about that. Nope, I was just so angry that I didn't fucking care that they heard my my fucking tirade. I was fucking furious. But oh. then through when I took my entire the entirety of my test, I was completely silent. I didn't do a say Blood a single word. Well, you showed those fools who's boss, Shuddy. Yeah, some poor person in India got to listen to some ignorant American. Flip out. Okay. Yeah. They're Flip used out. to it. They're used to it. It's all good. I almost freaked out at Allegiant Stadium this weekend. So I'm here. Yeah. I wanted to run in the fucking field and punch Dan Jones in the back of his head as he was walking out. Or walking so you off. were even there for that. You were even in the building oh, yeah. for that. Oh. Yeah, I was. It was abysmal. I'm fucking I'm fucking cursed. I've been to three Giants games. 
and they've lost in embarrassing fashion every time. Um, I actually left early for two of them. <laughs> yeah. The other one was probably an even worse thing to watch, but yeah, dude, I was in Vegas this weekend and I uh, went to the Giants game on Sunday. Is so that- how was Vegas leading up to that with the Galoopies? It was our, it was fun. It was fun hanging out with them. They're a fucking trip. Um, the hotel, we stayed at the Mandalay Bay, which is just a short walk over to the stadium. That was whatever. Kind of, kind of fucking whack, actually. They're annoying. Um, we, uh, is it still we, cheap to in, get a room at the Mandalay Bay after that shooter? Uh, I think it was. It was six hundred dollars a night. Holy room. fuck! Yeah, because it's it's like football. It's football weekend. Or uh, is that what brought you guys there? The, the, yeah, we went to go see the 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 Giants Raiders. So my buddy had a uh, my buddy had a hookup where we got field passes and um, seats in the Twitch Lounge because he um he set up the partnership with Twitch and, and Raiders and the Raiders. So he just had those. He's not even at Amazon anymore, but he just was, I don't know, they just gave him the tickets and he just nice. like stored them in like his, his app or his account. Um, but dude, any, it, it just, was there any debauchery? Ahead, uh, it was, it was pretty tame on that and on, on that level, but this, this is actually kind of crazy. So, it's just like a, one of those small world stories. But so one of my, um, my buddy was trying to get tickets to the sphere to go see you too. And we, um, we were probably going to get them for free. Actually, we we're going to get them for free if we're going to go. And I think they're like 500, $600 tickets. Ugh. And you guys know what the sphere is, right? Yeah. No. You haven't, I, I'm oh, going to have to read this for you. It's a, no, I'm kidding, Jeff. I'm fucking with you. Well, well some people don't know what it is. It's a, it, I don't want to fucking explain it. It's in Las Vegas. Google it's it. It's a concert ve- It's a concert venue that is quite literally basically a complete sphere. And yeah, it lights up on the outside and on the inside. Yeah, and it projects like graphics, like scrolling graphics that are hyper-realistic. So they're always changing. And the sound different- is supposed to be really good inside. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All that is uh, accurate. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think they'll have a death metal show there. But like, I know you guys aren't into Tool. They won't have a Tool show either. But like that kind of shit would be like fucking insane. I mean, in Metallica could feasibly do a show. This big enough to do a show there. Oh. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, YouTube's got like a thirty-six show residency there. Anyways. My my buddy was going to get them through his his Raiders Connects fiance, right? And when he told me this, I was like, "Wait a second is your is your I was like, "Who's your Raider Connect?" Or I was like, "Is your Raider Connect Holly?" He's like, "Yeah, how, how the hell do you know Holly?" So his my buddy's Raiders Connect is my college roommate's fiance, which is the most fucking random thing ever. Um, my, my college roommate met his fiance when he worked for the Dallas Cowboys and then they 
both took a job with the Las Vegas Raiders. He sent split on the Raiders to work for the Madison Square Garden group, which which runs the sphere. So like he has known like my buddy's fiance for like three years. And it just so happened to be my college roommate. And it was just, it was, it was a fucking trip. So he was like, wait a minute, why am I working on this shit? <laughs> this is your former college roommate. So I tried to fucking, I tried to like facilitate the process and help us land some U2 tickets at the Sphere, a band that I really have no interest in seeing if it weren't inside the Sphere or tickets weren't free. But we uh, weren't able to lock those down either way. Um, but I, it was all good. I mean, Vegas was still kind of fun. It was, it was cool hanging out with them and, and the, and the game itself was, was, was sick, but I don't know, like the Mandalay Bay kind of fucking sucked the Vegas service, the whole thing with the Vegas like experience is fucking annoying and, and, and just like overly priced in, in egregious ways. And I don't know, it's just like a fucking, it's an annoying experience, I think. So when we got to the, uh, when we got to the hotel room, checked on the hotel room, I had to take a shit. And <laughs> my buddy's father used the, the toilet ahead of time. He's like, hey man, like the toilet isn't, it's a little funky. So we might have to actually call down to room service because it's not really flushing. So I tried the two flush method. It actually got the dookies down, but then so wait, it's got it, like my... His dookies were stuck or yours? No, mine. So, but Jeff knew going in that the toilet situation wasn't ideal, and still tried. I had to, to take a shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, you should be able to take a shit in a fucking six hundred dollar a night hotel room for sure. Right. Absolutely. I'm and not. That's what I'm, I was thinking. Shut it. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So, I go to take a shit. The dookies go down, but not my, not my, my, my poopy toilet paper, and. <laughs> Whatever. So we go down to the fucking desk and we're like, hey, and this is when this is the first indication that we're in some Mandalay's just up to some bullshit. <laughs> we, we go to the desk we're like, hey, uh, can you can you send someone up to look at the, the toilet? Because it's not really flushing. And the guy is all like, yeah, yeah, we'll send our we'll, we're going to send our engineers up there in a few minutes to look at your toilet. It's like. What the fuck are you an engineer? Why don't you send a fucking plumber? Like, do you need to send someone up there with a fucking master's degree? An engineer? Like, well, I think don't, it's, no, I think that's it's like, just bullshit me. Yeah, it's that's like, the term they use to make instead of saying we're sending the janitor. Yeah, it's like in half we're sending base. maintenance. We're sending an engineer. That's all it means. We're sending maintenance. Yeah, remember? Well, I know what remember it means. Like in, it's in, just like in half bullshit. Jeff, when when he's when he gets all pissed off, the people call him a a janitor. He's like, I'm a custodial engineer. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, just give me a fucking plunger. You don't need to send up a guy with a master's degree. Like, fuck, dude. Um, and it's just like, yeah, like, we went to the sports book to, to make bets and watch football. And to get a fucking a drink voucher, you have to make a minimum of a $200 bet, which is fucking outrageous. So wait like, a second. Like, like, you know, when you go to a casino for people who have never been to AC or Vegas or anything like that, if you're just like sitting playing table games or playing the slots, people 
come by and offer you drinks. They want, they take your drink orders and it's all free. I mean, you're supposed to tip, but like, so they're, they're not, if you're making sports bets, they're not, they're, they're checking what bets you've made before they offer you free drinks. That is what it would appear. A, you have to give them a voucher, the waitress a voucher. Oh, that's some and you only shit. And you only get a voucher if you bet $200. So is it fucking it, stupid? If you bet $400, do you get two vouchers? Or do they cut you off? You only, you only get one, one free drink. I think you get two vouchers. Dude, last time I was in Vegas, I entered, I entered, I placed two. I've got to make uh, a, a work call, guys. I'll be right back. Continue. I placed two season long bets. He's going and to take a couple a shit. futures for like twenty five hundred dollars, right? And they didn't give me a fucking voucher. And I forgot to like ask. And then after a few minutes, I was like, "Well, wait a second. Do I get anything?" And they gave me five vouchers at that point. And it was like, "All right, fine." But the fact that I had to ask was fucking annoying, right? Yeah. Because then you um, sound I was actually like a, so annoyed. A cheap piece. Of I went shit. to the right. I was so annoyed that I went to, there was actually a sports book on the bottom level and the top level. So I got, I went to the top level where they didn't like see me. I was like, Hey, uh, I never got vouchers. Can I get vouchers? So I got five more. So I actually, <laughs> actually made out in that deal. <laughs> um, that's a, dude, that's like, a quick, every, quick Jeff thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, everything is fucking stupid expensive. It's like you buy like a round of drinks and it's like $80. For four people, you buy a round of drinks. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, eighty dollars or like eighty five dollars. Like, what the fuck? It, it's outrageous. And and yeah, like the the fucking the the service I thought was shitty in in um, Mandalay Bay. Like Sunday morning, we uh, got up early to watch the 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 there was a Germany NFL game it started at six thirty, and Wait, we wanted to get some fucking you're thinking- coffee. You're thinking he froze up a little bit. Did you say there was a, a an NFL game in Germany? Yeah, they played an NFL game in Germany, so it started at 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. Why? Why would they? So which teams got flown out to Germany to play a game? Um, well, one was your, your, your Super Bowl pick, the Miami Dolphins, and the other was the Kansas City Queefs. What? Oh, my. Like, also, like, I mean... I hope they flew them out there well enough in advance to where they're not dealing with fucking jet lag playing a football game. Well, it's up to the teams to decide that. So the Miami team flew out Monday after practice and the Kansas city queefs flew out Thursday after practice and the game was on Sunday. So it was their idea that they were going to finish practice, sleep on the plane then they woke up or um, then when they landed Friday, they would do another practice or a walkthrough, Man. which is honestly like fucking crazy management and crazy behavior because, uh, because like humans, like they treat air travel differently. Like you could say, yeah, you got a 10 hour flight to Germany, just sleep through it. But like some people just can't sleep during the flight. Yeah. Like I used to be, I, I one time fell asleep before the plane took off and was woken up by the wheels touching down when we landed. And it was fucking glorious. And I used to be really good. Like I would just take red eyes cause flying back to the East coast sucks. Cause it's like a five hour flight and then you have a three hour time jump. So 
it's it's about an eight, it's about an eight hour difference in time from when you leave in LA to landing on the East Coast. So it always sucks. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna red eye it every time. And the last few times I've done it, I can't get a fucking wink of sleep. I used to be able to sleep so easily on planes, and now I can't. So I was just like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm not even gonna bother with that anymore because then it ruins like my whole first day there. And it's like, all right, this has no longer become, you know, the the life hack that I thought it was. So yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're, well, and so what is the point of that? I mean, have they is have they been doing this for a while now? Like, just playing one team in a foreign country. Yeah, game? well, now that it started off with one one game in London, and now this is like I think 10, 15 years ago, and now it's four games, four international games. They did two in London and two in Germany. Is that just and them just trying a, to get international interest in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is it working? Hello, friends. Um, I mean, maybe back, moderately. Shady. What do they call it there? Because football's already taken. Do they call it soccer? Uh, <laughs> they call it American football. Ah, yeah. Just like uh, here, we call Australian the football they play in Australia Australian rules football. Oh, see, I feel like they should call it. Which they should just give it a new name. Different from rugby, kind of like what we did with their version of football, and we were just like, "Nope, that's soccer. Fuck you." Like they should just call it throwball or something. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, you throw the ball more than you kick it. Yeah, I, I got to be honest, though. I, I mean, how am I going to word this? Us calling football doesn't really make sense. Right? Like, their football makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, ours doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, for the like, amount yeah. of times a foot touches a ball in soccer, it, it completely dwarfs football. It's actually you're not supposed to touch it with your hands. That's a penalty, <laughs> you know. So it's you know quite literally a ball, uh, a sport played with your feet. And and football, they kick it. I don't know, like f- maybe five times a game. Yeah, and football, <laughs> football state or um, um, kickball is taken. I'm sorry. And it's it's not like the football is really like shaped like a foot it's 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 not i don't know what the yeah. fucking j it's shaped like a football which i, don't know, I mean that's also reminding me back to uh, the earlier discussion about how when we were kids it was just like go play outside i don't want to see you for a few hours and we were trusted as five-year-olds to you know not jump into a stranger's van and all that stuff but like Going back to the sports we played in gym class, like dodgeball, dodgeball was fucking sick. I loved it, even though I got my share of bloody noses. And kickball was fucking rad. I loved kickball. I was actually pretty good at it, too. So, do like, I know that they've banished dodgeball to the trash heap of history a long time ago in public schools and whatnot, but are kids still allowed to play kickball? I'd assume so, yeah. I hope so. Kickball was fucking. That's rad. not dangerous. Although to get someone out, you do have to hit them with the ball, right? Yeah. I don't know. Every, every now and then you gotta, you gotta get hit with something when you're a kid. It you know, toughens you up. Dude, dodgeball is the best. I don't. I don't understand how they they could actually get rid of that. It's fucking terrible. But so, anyways, yeah. So we're up early Sunday morning. We fucking call down to room service, and we're like, "Hey, can we get a pot of coffee?" 
And they're like, yeah, it's $60 plus an hour a week. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, we're paying $600 a night for this fucking room. We're going to pay the $60 for the coffee and we got to wait a fucking hour. Like, what the fuck? That is that like, is one of the I, biggest ripoffs I've ever heard in my fucking life. No, it's, it's outrageous, dude. It's like shit like that is pretty much just the whole like Vegas experience. And um, although, no, Jeff, that's capitalism. You're not allowed to complain about that. You you pay what these assholes ask you to pay, and you do it with a fucking smile. Dude, I actually, um, I met this, or the first time I was in Vegas, I was waiting for... Oh, no. I was waiting to be seated at a poker table at the uh, Bellagio and I was just, I struck up a conversation with like a a poker dealer and he told me that Vegas was much better when the, when the mafia ran things. Like it was just, it was just a funner atmosphere and it was, there was better customer service. And he's like, when these, he didn't say fucking, but he's like, when these fucking corporations took over, they, they ruined it. Yeah. Um, Should we, should we just like, Give the mafia another shot at this, like oh, absolutely. Just put everything in their hands. Like if you get if you get like drunk driving, fucking Joey Cannoli just sneaks up behind you and double taps you in the back of the head. I mean, that's a that's a stiff punishment. But I, I like where you're going with this, Joey Cannoli. No, my 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 grandmother used to say that about actually like Schenectady, New York. She's like when the mafia ran things. It was much better than the the police came in and fucking ruined it. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard that from a lot of people. Like the mafia actually kept people in line. Yeah, and they're like the the Schenectady police was like more corrupt and worse than the mafia. Actually, like that's that that's another me. like angle to it. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. It sounds like Vegas isn't even fucking worth going to. Like coffee is like the cheapest thing in the world if you really think about it. Like if you go and get your oil changed at the dealership or something, they have free coffee right there. Like everywhere, like AA meetings have free coffee. Free coffee is a very common thing at establishments. And like, like okay, let's say you got these people to come to Vegas, pay $600 a night to stay in your fucking hotel, and... They're a little bit hungover. They're a little drowsy. They need a little pick-me-up so they can go and hit the tables. Like, I don't know. I would be like, yeah, here is some free coffee. Now now that you have some energy, go to our blackjack tables. Go play some poker. Yeah, like you can get free coffee at a fucking Holiday Inn. Like, <laughs> like I, yeah, like I'm using coffee so I can spend more, more money at your fucking establishment. An hour I wait was- on top of the 60. I would have been like, you know what? Something's wrong with my toilet again. I think someone took a shit in the top part of it. You got, you guys got to come fix that. Oh, they never sent an engineer to go fix the toilet. That, that no never way. happened. Oh my Not god! Yet. Fucking ridiculous. And I was, I, I was more offended with the coffee thing. I was more offended by the weight than the than the price because it's just like. We'd already been there Saturday. I've been to Vegas a bunch of times. It's drilled into my head that everything is unnecessarily expensive, right? An hour wait, get the fuck out of here. No, like, fuck that. Send it now. Send the fucking coffee now. You should do one of those those feedback things and bitch about all this stuff. Like, no one fixed my toilet. They didn't give me drink vouchers. You fucking chodes wanted 
$60 in an hour wait for a pot of coffee. Fuck you all to death. Yeah, I, I, but and I also wanted to say this to their faces, but it's like you're 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 giving someone shit who's it goes so uh, it's so over their head, it's so out of their fucking whatever, like above their pay scale, like they can't do anything about it. And like you give feedback to those things, and they're probably just going to fucking punish people who probably don't even deserve to be punished. Like the issue is like, why do you hire a bigger fucking staff? to accommodate all the all the people that flew in for the game or are staying at your fucking hotel room. I don't know. It, it's it, that that aspect of it obviously sucked, right? Yeah. Um and just like flying is fucking pretty annoying too. <laughs> like as I'm as I'm waiting to board the Southwest uh my Southwest airline, they fucking get on the intercom and they're trying to get people to like check their bags. Um, because there was like a weight, there was a concern about like the weight limit. And like the lady fucking said, don't make us take your personal items. Please check them in. Help us help you. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, or I'm paying like, you know, the fucking air, the airplane tickets are expensive. Send a fucking plane that you don't have to worry about the weight limit. Like the fucking rules for Southwest are pretty self-explanatory. You get one carry-on and one personal bag. How could you be close to like being past the weight at uh, the weight limit? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's bullshit. Yep. And again, it's like if I you complain to anyone about it, it's just like the person on the intercom, like, what is she really going to do, right? It's not like she picked which plane they're going to fly to use, right? Well, that's why like, anytime you get those, like, um, follow-ups, like, how was your flight? You got to just go fucking scorched earth on them. Because if you make a big enough stink and if you go Karen hard enough, like, especially with, I mean, I don't know, I mean, the bitch-ass shit that the Mandalay Bay pulled, who knows where their fucking loyalty lies. But a lot of times, if you if you have like a laundry list of like, you fucking jerk-offs did this, you did this, you did this, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry you had such a horrible experience. Here's here's like $100 in chips and a free night stay or some, some something like that. But it's not even gambling chips. It's fucking Lay's. Yeah. They just send you like <laughs> 20 bags <Salt laughs> of kettle cooked chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe... Maybe that's what happened with the Las Vegas shooter. Maybe maybe the fucking toilet engineer never came up and fixed his toilet. He was paying $25 for a fucking watered-down gin and tonic. And he's like, you know what? I happen to bring my assault rifle here. Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Dark. Um, anyways, the the aside from the Giants getting absolutely ass-raped in the most embarrassing fashion maybe ever... The game itself is fucking sick. Like, how is it? Shuddy, your mic's all fucked up again. Uh oh. Now Shuddy, Shuddy's going to fill out a uh, a customer complaint card. The stadium is fucking sick. I mean, it's it's actually like pretty cool. Like it's set up. Or... Same. Ah, so weird. The fuck! It says it's. On the Yeti microphone. Uh, Unless the Yeti microphone is up Jeff's ass, I don't think I don't think it's being truthful. It's not Nothing. being truthful. The tree engineers fucking are up my ass. Fucking cunt. 
waiting to receive my limp penis. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just got made the host. Kevin's now the host, which means, oh, and Shuddy's out. <laughs> this is exactly. the one who got me on the penis before. Did well, the Super Nintendo method work? Um, anyway, it did, but oh, who there the we fuck go. Knows? Yep, you're back. Good. Um, but we got field passes, so we had to like watch the players warm up. And that was fucking sick. And kind of, we kind of got to meet a couple of the players and stuff like that. Um, or just like they like came over and thanked us for, you know, stopping by or going to the game and we got to high five a couple of them. That was fine. That was cool. Did you stink palm um, anybody? Like, oh, I don't like that guy. Start wiping your hand in your ass crack. <laughs> no, dude. Because we were on the giant side of the field. So I did, I, I did like all those guys, except Dan Jones now. I'm um, fucking hate that guy, but so that was sick. The stadium was was beautiful, and just like being on the field before the game started was it was fucking awesome. It really it really was kind of cool, and it was made that much better by you know not having to pay large sums of money, which yeah. would have would have been the case had I purchased them myself. So overall, I'd suck two and a half Las Vegas dicks this trip around. <laughs> I uh, speaking of trips, Thursday I'm driving to Dallas. Oh yeah, that's right. Friday, my dad and I are doing a tour of AT and T Stadium. That's which sick. I, which I would not commit to until the end of the game last night. Yeah, the Eagles beat the Cowboys in a nail biter last night. The Cowboys playing. Oh, you you know the Cowboys. Yeah, I've heard of them. Right? I've heard of them. <laughs> uh, all right, well, he spoiled it. You know what city they were before Shuddy said that? The Wait, what? which one again? The Dolphins? Yeah, the, the Cowboys. Dolphins, the, Cowboys. Cowboys. The, the Cowboys. What's What city do they play in? AKA Dallas. America's team? Dallas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're worth like $10 billion. Like the, I think they're most, the, the, the most... Um, Expensive? Valuable sports franchise in the country. Yeah. It might be the world, actually. What's it? I don't. I think some of the European soccer teams would be. Could be Manchester United. Yeah. Do you think right. men's men's soccer is more expensive? According to Forbes, uh, on from this they do year, every year. Yeah. Yeah. From this September, I just want to know the fucking. Team, uh, it is the Dallas Cowboys number one in the world, nine billion dollars. Oh, it's not good he enough. Bought he, it in 19, Germany. he bought it in 1989 for 150 million. Yeah, that's why it's like there's just never been a time where a, a professional sports franchise in America has lost value. So, like, when one of these things goes for sale, like, they just I don't know. They're they fucking they're like exponentially more valuable. So, like the I don't know. Top ten up. in the world are all American sports teams: the Cowboys, the Yankees, Lakers. Uh, number three is the Warriors. No shit, Kevin. Do you know what city 
the Warriors play in or what their name, their full name is? The full name is Warriors come out to play. And they are from Warriors. Warriors. This is basketball? Okay. Yeah. You're, yep. You're in the right sport. Okay. Good job. Uh, I mean, you can give him the, fir- the, the, the name, and he's not going to guess what city it's in. Wasn't the city in the name? Nope. Oh, it's so it's this the is a Golden fucking trick. State. This is a fucking trick. It's like, yeah, it's the Golden State Warriors. Well, California is the Golden State. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known that if it weren't for the Warriors, actually. <laughs> so I'm. I mean, they can't be Los Angeles. I don't think because Los Angeles already has two teams, right? Yeah, Holy you're shit, good. you're on yep. fire. You're Let's gonna get sports fucking genius. Uh. I mean, you got to, you narrowed oh, no. it down. Oh, no. If this were like, who wants to be a millionaire? You've gotten it down to two choices, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like a hockey thing. Hockey thing is like scrambling my brain, but is it Sacramento? No, that, no. You're, that, the, that's where hockey is confusing you because the Sacramento team is named after, has the same name as a hockey team in California. All right, this has gone to Inception. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Kings. It's the Los Angeles Kings are the hockey team, and the Sacramento Kings are the basketball team. Oh. And the Golden State Warriors play in San Francisco. Oh, I thought I thought that was going to be ruled out. Damn it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, then the Patriots are number three. Number four is Miss. Uh, no, Warriors and Patriots have the same value of seven billion, so they're tied for three. Then the Rams, then the New York football giants, Bears, Raiders, Knicks, Jets. Uh, The Knicks and the Jets are the same. And then you get into soccer. Wow. And then. Those pussies. So Real Madrid, the Commanders. Yeah, good luck. In Washington. Then the Manchester United, Niners. Lakers, Eagles, Dolphins, if, and then it, Barcelona. If Jerry Jones woke up tomorrow with Manchester United's money, he'd slit his fucking throat. Wow. Yeah, Manchester United, $6 billion. However, the uh, team – oh, no, that's the 49ers. The family that bought the 49ers – paid $13 million for it in 1977 and it's now worth 6 billion. Well, do can I you can do the, the 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 mayors of the Rooneys, which is actually two families I think Kevin knows, right? My yeah, my grandma is friends with them. Uh so, the mayors might have bought the Giants for like $100,000 or something. Holy shit. I mean, it was back, I think it was like in the 30s or something crazy. Like okay, that, but. so when the Maras when the Maras bought the franchise in 1925. 25? Yeah. Uh, it cost them $500. <laughs> and a beaver pelt, pelt or something. Uh, and now and it's then worth when, $6 billion. Yeah, it was and like then when Stephen a, a handful Tish of bought to- in in 
1991, he bought in for 150 million. Jesus. What an investment. Jesus. And now Christ. it's worth $6.8 billion. You just said Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys for what, 13 million? Yeah. Or a hundred and a hundred and fifty million in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I remember like hearing stories about that and people being like, This guy is insane buying the Cowboys for 150 million. Yeah, and I think nine billion. I may not be a hundred percent correct, but I think he used all his own like his own money when he bought it. Like he mortgaged everything. <laughs> yeah. He because he made his money in pig farms in Arkansas. And so he was oh. the hillbilly that was joining the NFL at the time. And now he's King Dick. Jeff, your uh your poo-poo story kind of reminded me of something. Oh, I was gonna ask if you guys want to talk about sex positions, but what do you got? Uh well I got poop stuff. I've been Perfect. I've been having some poo issues lately where have you ever had like a poo that's like kind of too big for your butt and like as it's pooing like and slowly coming out you're just like ow 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 yes like, yeah I've heard some poo before yeah it feels like you're feels like you're shitting out a pine cone and like it's like every every millimeter that it moves it hurts your butthole more so I, I was trying to do this move where like I clinch and I try to use my butt to like knead the poo like play-doh to try and kind of like make it thinner so it doesn't hurt so much. But that's been happening to me a lot in the past week. I think my poos are too big. I don't know if that means too much fiber, but I tell you what, it's at the point now where when I, I start to feel like a turd's coming, I get all nervous. My palms start sweating. It's like, oh, that man, bad. I'm about to go through some fucking serious shit here. No pun intended. Yeah, it's too big. It hurts my bum. Kind of a pun. I mean, all right. Well, that's all I had for today's show. No, I'm just. Yeah, just... <laughs> we usually get more mileage out of stuff like that. I'm trying to think of what to add on. <laughs> I mean, what's... I know how you feel. Do you have any other? methods of of handling it or do you just let it fly and you're like all right i just gotta fucking grit and bear it yeah power through it yeah dude what other what what are your what kind of options do you think there are Kevin? Like, let's, 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 let's workshop some ideas yeah what do you well i mean what, what do you guys come up with what do you guys think about my idea about using my butthole to knead the poo dough into a thinner log but how would that work? How would you do that? Fucking Kevin can do butthole key. Butthole key. Yeah. Is that yeah. what we're. So like when your butt opens and some poo comes out, you like shut the trap door again real quick. Not all the way. Yeah. But won't that just pinch it off? Yeah. But then you let it go a little bit more and then you pinch and then you let it go a little bit more and then you pinch and then it kind of like reshapes it to a manageable size. Has that worked for you or have you not tried it yet? No, I've tried it. It still hurts. You gotta try it hard. Because I don't think your butthole muscle and your sphincter, which is pushing the poop out, work separately. And it's not like when I look in the bowl afterwards, it's like it's like the size of my thigh. You know, they just look like normal poos. It's just like, man, why the fuck did that hurt so much? Ow! 
Ow. Ow. That's, that's yeah. kind of what I sound like. you need your own poop. <laughs> um, oh, my weekend. I, um, I went to a film festival. Oh. So I, you know, all those like laurels and shit that I get when I put my screenplays into festivals and contests and stuff. Now, I haven't entered one in a while because once we got into, once it was like, oh, okay, yeah, now definitely making John Cooper. It was like, all right, well, I'm not going to spend any more money putting this into festivals and or my other stuff either. I'm just going to focus on this and try to get a finished product and then see what I can do with that when it's done. So there was one that I, for Zombie Beach Party, I entered this festival like a year and a half or two years ago and completely forgot about it. And then I got an email being like, hey, you're a winner. And the event is taking place on this weekend and blah, blah, blah. And you have, you know, you and a plus one for free tickets since you're a winner and come check it out. And I was like, oh, okay, it's been a minute. I haven't actually entered one of my works into a contest in a while. So I was like, yeah, sometimes these things feel a little scammy. So I wrote back and I'm like, uh, I got this email. I don't know what's going on. It says I won, but I don't, I don't know what I won. What's, what's going on here? And they're like, well, we can't exactly tell you what you've won or, you know, but we're strongly hinting that you might want to show up to the actual event in person because you probably won something. Wink, wink. So I got, Carl and I went, and I've told you guys about the previous festival that I attended in person years and years ago when I took a date, a girl that I only had only been on one or two dates with previously, and it was just like, I don't know, this could be kind of a cool flex, like, hey, do you want to come with me to this rinky-dink little film festival? I, my, my screenplay's in it, and... It was the one where they were like, yeah, and we're going to pick a scene and act it out on stage in front of in front of everybody in attendance. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, it's Iron Lung. It's a fucking pothead kung fu movie. They're not going to do any kung fu on stage. What scene are they going to pick? And they picked a scene with like a two-minute diarrhea joke. And I was just on stage like, oh, my fucking God. Looking at her, looking back at me, I'm just like, oh, she's doing the math. She's... She's fucking weighing the options. She is out of here. But it was so You should have you should have dumped her first. It was it was one of those things where I was like, oh shit, is this gonna be a repeat of that last time and now I'm bringing Carl? But um it was it was cool. It was it was a horror festival and zombie beach party. Got a, a little award here. Got a little medal. Nice to dinner afterwards. Uh no, I should. We, well, it ended at like ten thirty at night, so we pretty much just bounced. But I got this like plaque too. Damn, I don't know if that's, that's like cool, man. katana from Mortal Kombat on on it, <laughs> or Psylocke. <laughs> yeah, or Psylocke. It looks like Psylocke with the bands on the arm. But yeah, I got um an award for best zombie feature. Nice. So that was kind of neat. I got a, oh, Shuddy, can you give me um, screen share permission? I sure can. Permission. I can show Done. you what the, the festival actually looked like. Um, where is that? Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Let's 
share this. So this is kind of what it looked like inside. I, don't, I hope it doesn't play any noise. Everybody likes a good monster play, Oh, it right? is playing noise. Who likes a good monster So it wasn't massive. Monsters can be anything from wild animals to freakishly think like aliens or, Where is this or going? even some people. <laughs> yeah, the, the banter between the hosts was, was interesting. That guy was just like rambling about monsters and the, the, like, the main host of it had to be like, is this going somewhere? But, you know, they... He gave, he gave him the red light or whatever? Yeah. But it was kind of <laughs> cool. Like, like um, it was the first time I've ever won an award at a festival where they call you up and you get to make a little acceptance speech. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you say? Um, I pretty much just said, you know, I gave, like, just, like, a real quick backstory. It was like, you know, I've been writing screenplay since i was 17 i'm 41 now and i just wrapped directing my first feature last month and following that up with this is just really fucking cool and you know i like i love the 80s i love zombies so naturally i put the two of those together and made this fun script and i'm glad you guys liked it and i hope i I hope i can make it one day and you can see it play out in in front of you and then i thanked Did you write a speech i thanked the dark lord no i didn't even know I had no idea what to expect because these things, you know, sometimes like the, the time, the last time I went, I showed up and I was like, Ooh, this is, uh, this is way below what I wanted it to be. This is kind of embarrassing that I'm, I'm bringing this girl here. Like it's some sort of a flex. This, this was way cooler. And, um, I guess the, the guy who puts it on, you know, it's kind of sad. The poor guy lost his wife last year and they, you know, they ran the festivals together, I believe. They've been doing it for a really uh-huh. long time, so he had to, you know, they they canceled it so he could grieve, and that's kind of why this this one was was hanging around for so long, because it, it was supposed to be a festival last year, but it got pushed to this one, to to 2023. But the guy was, you know, super nice. It was cool being around a bunch of horror nerds and horror filmmakers and stuff, and you know, there was no heavy hitters. It was all just you know, up and comers, people trying to make shorts, people trying to break through and all these film nerds that are really passionate about it. It was, it was a cool experience. I enjoyed it. It went, it went a little long for Carl's taste, but it's always cool getting a new, you know, uh, a new, a new thingy to throw on the fucking, the, the trophy, trophy case, baby, the trophy room. Yeah. You know, this is a legit win. This counts. Uh, get to get a set of laurels. It makes it look cooler. Did you do know. any networking? Uh, no. Is there anybody worth chatting with there? Uh, not really. I because I, I feel like everybody there was kind of just focused on their own stuff. So I think everybody showed up like, oh boy, I sure hope someone comes up and talks to me. And every you know everybody just kind of sitting there like, all right, come come talk to me, make me make me a fucking life changing offer. Tell me you, th- you thought my shit was cool and you want to you want to go in on it. So we, I mean, we were, we were fucking tired. It was, it's kind of late. We we're just like, yeah, let's just, let's just bounce. That we spent three hours. They they merged two festivals together. That this guy, this guy runs both of them, and they're both horror festivals. So it was two award shows back to back. I got mine. I was like the third person to win. So we were just sitting there for three more hours, watching people go up and get their get their thingies and making their speeches and. I think at that point Carl was like, "Yeah, we should just get back to uh, get back to the couch." 
Yeah, that I was don't hate cool. that. I tried. Uh, I don't hate that move. I did. Um, I made it out to the SAG protest as well. Dude, you've been hitting the picket lines hard. I mean, I only went twice. I went, I went Halloween Day, which was kind of cool. I went to the the Warner Brothers picket line, which is really close to where Seek and I used to live. Like, if I was still living there, I could have walked to this one. And they they don't go that long, I guess, in order to keep the picket line and to, you know, make your point. It's only three hours a day. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go check this out, get some steps in. And saw Brian Cranston there. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, a lot of character actors that I recognized. And uh, the, 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 the lead guy from Revenge of the Nerds, I think Robert... Carradine. Uh, Carradine, yeah. Saw him there. Really? Yep. Yeah, it was... And, I mean, you know, it's... All these studios have, have a decent amount of property, so you do walk quite far back and forth. And the the people honking, like, it was nonstop. Like, people all, you know, throwing their arms out the window, shouting us out, honking in solidarity. And then the... So that was Halloween, and then the next day, the SAG sent out a thing to everybody being like, all right, this is day 111 of the strike. We're meeting with the producers again, and we're consolidating everything to Disney. So everybody went to Disney in Burbank, and that was fucking wild. There was a fuckload of people there. And um, I was just doing laps around this massive, massive fucking property that they have. Like, I was there for three hours, and I only made it... Like, you only get a couple laps around because it's so goddamn big. But at one point, I walked by one of the gates, and people were jumping into line with their signs here and there as they showed up. And uh, Bob Odenkirk was, like, directly in front of me. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, this is fucking cool. People were like tripping over themselves trying to get over because like oh i just saw like brian cranston showed up again at this one and people were like fighting against the stream like against the salmon trying to like it's 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 kind of weird it's like you're all you're all actors you're all in sag i kind of figured people would have a, a little bit more restraint than to go scramble trying to get a, a selfie with brian cranston but um i mean you're i'm not fanboying out it, I mean, I was fanboying out in my head, but, I, you know, I also have the restraint to not go and bother them and shit. But, the, you know, everybody was kind of going in one direction, and every now and then people would be walking against the grain. And one of those people was Ernie Hudson. That was fucking cool. Yeah. Sure, you got a selfie with him. Yeah, I, I, trust me, I really wanted to. Man, Ghostbusters aside... He was the fucking shit in the crow. Does not get enough Dude, credit. Ernie, Hud- Ernie Hudson's a G. Yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, it was it was it was interesting being there and seeing it all in person. And uh, I guess let's see, twenty minutes ago, SAG just sent an an email to everybody saying that they're currently responding to the latest offers, and I guess the. There's a few things they haven't hammered out yet, including AI, which I don't understand why they have such a fucking boner with like, no, okay, fine, we won't use AI to scan your faces 
and get out of paying actors for shit. It's like, how can you don't, no one's going to fucking go for that. Yeah. That's like a non-starter. Yeah. And that it's, it appears the studios and the producers are just not budging. Like, no, we are going to fucking scan you guys, use your images and not pay you. And it's like, what are you guys fucking nuts? It's insane. Yeah. I don't know. I like, you cannot sign any collective bargaining agreement with that in there. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the writers got it out. Clearly nobody wants that bullshit. So I don't, I mean like, uh, the, you know, they're, there's really, really gumming up the works. They're really just shooting themselves in the fucking foot. Cause every week this goes on, the studios are losing ass loads of money. Like they've lost so much money already. They could have paid like three times over what people are asking for. And yeah, like, uh, um, you know, the, the gladiator sequel, I, I can't remember if I, filled you guys in on this in the past on, on the, on the show before, but they shut down gladiator two in, in the middle of principal photography and they built an actual fucking arena, like a gladiator Coliseum for that. So that set is constructed, shut down. And from what I hear every week that they're shut down, it's costing the studio 600 grand just on that movie yeah. alone. I mean, it's just, it's the same thing for like every strike, you know, it's like the companies, the corporations feel like, I mean, not, they don't feel like it. They can hold out longer financially than the people who are on strike. So it's like their idea is like, oh, eventually they'll, they'll, they'll break in time. And I think the possible profits and like the, um, not only the profits or I guess just the amount of money that they're going to save by not having to pay the actors once they have their images is so worth it that they can fucking they'll they'll lose even more money, obviously. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a weird move. Cause, it's getting, Cause you're going to get, they're going to get to the point with AI where it's like, you, we actually don't need you. We don't need your actors anymore. You know what I mean? And like at that point, it's like, oh, it's a hundred percent profit. It's all, it's all profit. Yeah. So that's probably how they see it. So they're willing to just, yeah, we'll fucking, we'll lose six hundred thousand dollars a week in this coliseum rebuild. Give us a fuck, because eventually, even if it's our grandkids, we're going to, we're going to fucking just kill it. Yeah, we will decimate as many professions as exist to just fucking hoard more and more money yeah cool capitalism baby yeah i was gonna i was just about to say that <laughs> hey i'm not trying to sound like some socialist piece of shit they'll fire me from outkick i love capitalism <laughs> uh, i also did an appearance on msph alumni doug benson's podcast not doug loves movies but i did the wide world of doug's but you're not named Doug. Yeah, I think they um, ran through that gauntlet pretty quickly. Oh, okay. So now it's a lot of... Um, like, I, I think Doug started scratching the surface on me and learned a lot of stuff that some of the people in the Puminati have learned for a while. So it sort of was like, wait, what? Hold on. We have to go deeper into that. What did you just say? So there were there were quite a few of those You moments. told him about jerking off kneeling? Is that what nope. you're... 
We didn't even get there yet. Didn't (laughs) even get there yet. So like they, they bring somebody on, you know, a lot of times it's a comedian or something of that nature. And they'll, they'll bullshit with you for like 30 minutes, talk about whatever you're working on. And then they have a questionnaire that they ask you. And some stuff revolves around names. Some stuff revolves around tattoos. And you start fucking scratching the surface with me and tattoos. And, you know, you're stumbling upon some shit. Barely even touched on some of my tattoo stories. And then, of course, the alliteration of KK, the whole, like, what's your middle name? That came up. Hmm. That's a fun combo. Yeah. Clarence. And, so, and you sh- and you sheepishly told him that it's Kyle. No, I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't reenact the Mendocino Farms joke with him. Um, <laughs> but it was it was. What really, stories really did fun. you tell? I mean, he was asking about spoiler alert: the sugar gliders. Just, okay, so sugar gliders, tattoos, making the movie. Um. And then, like, stories about my name and stuff like that. But, like, the, it's only an hour long, and it flew by. And he was like, holy shit. How much you know, did you gonna... talk about this show? Uh, I don't think it came up. <laughs> but he wants he wants to have me back on again. He's like, man, we, did, we didn't even get to ask all the questions we usually ask. So you got to come back sometime. I was like, oh, shit. All right. So yeah, Probably that. If you, Maybe, yeah, yeah, fill fill some, uh, make some room in your podcast listening schedule for the newest episode of the Wide World of Dugs. Give it that Puminati bump, so we look all fucking cool and shit. Maybe get you invited back quicker. A little Puminati bump, yeah. A Puminati key bump. Whoa. Uh, speaking of Puminati related stuff, um. Jumping ahead a little bit to the plugs, I just wanted to give people a heads up. This weekend, we did a little revamping of our Patreon page. So this is something that I've been asking for. Anytime they send a survey, like, what would you like to see different about Patreon? It was every time I was like, make fucking folders. Make something where we can arrange shows. Because I don't subscribe to anybody else's Patreon. I don't know what other people are doing. But we essentially use our Patreon as like a network. There's so many different shows that we're all doing. Like solo, combined, shuddy branching off and doing what the fuck did I just watch with Dom. Like there's so much stuff happening, but it's all just a timeline. And when you've been doing it for six years and you put out as many weekly shows as we do, it gets really fucking cluttered. It's it's clumsy. It's not very user-friendly, and they finally added collections. So if you're on the $10 tier of our Patreon, right at the top by the heading, you can click the Collections tab, and it's all broken down into categories. So if you want to just binge through supermarket queefs, let's say, it's all congregated in one category, like the Nerd Holes, um, Snack Attacks, Between Two Flushes, uh, I even made a, a miscellaneous folder that we'll just have to add stuff to as we think of it. But, you know, like the limited stuff, like the quarantining with Kevin when I would make those cocktails on video. Like they're all in there. Shuddy Boy doing his brat brapping in inappropriate places. Shuddy's construction videos. 
Dominic doing all the stuff that didn't last very long. Yeah. So that stuff is all in there. Um, Shuddy Boy and Dom's toy chest has its own page. Every all the one-off stuff, Masters of the <clears throat> Pooniverse, it's all there, making it so like so much easier than the way they originally had it, where it was just one clumsy fucking timeline, and you could try searching, but it didn't always work. So anybody who was looking to join the Patreon, or maybe some people that left because it was a little too convoluted. It's way, way, way easier now to act. Because, I mean, like I just said, we've we've done almost six years worth of content. We've done all these different specialty shows. So now it's a lot easier to navigate. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, oh, look at this. Shuddy's giving a little preview. Art provided for pretty much everything except the uh, picture of us by... Uh, Bill Jackson. Yeah, except for who did the, the Pooniverse, Masters of the Pooniverse. That might have been Dom. And, that might have been our friend Jimmy. Yeah, because that think, came from Dom, right? Yeah. So then Jimmy did that. I think he did that, and the "What the fuck did I just watch?" art. Mark did the "What the fuck did I just watch?" Oh, Mark Rooster. Uh but I know for a fact Bill Jackson did. Crafter Jeff. Crafter Jeff, Dragon Ball Queef, Queef or No Queef. Jeff Jeff Clark did the art for Supermarket Queefs, which is really good. Who did the Kenny Zerd hole? That's also Bill Jackson, I think. He he sent that to me a while ago, but I never had a place to put it because the videos on Patreon give their own thumbnails and stuff. And there's also, he also did the one for Yo Shuddy Boy Raps. I just need to find it. Yeah, but yeah, our, our our Patreon just got a hell of a lot easier to use, so. Yeah, the homie Bobby did um, my Between Two Flushes and Snack Attack stuff. Um, I got to get that over to you, or or I, I guess I can probably just do it on my own end. Yeah, all the, all the Patreon podcasts we do, all 300 of them, they're lumped together. Um, during the pandemic, we started recording the zooms so you know i i forget what episode it starts on but from that point on all the video ones are, are lumped together yeah i think it'll make things a hell of a lot easier for everybody ourselves included i mean that's such a fucking no-brainer I, I don't know why they weren't doing this since the beginning but they finally made it an option uh and what else oh uh did you guys See anything? I know you didn't, Jeff. Uh, no, we discussed in the Easter egg the movies that we watched. Police Academy oh, and Naked right. Gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing new, however. I did go to the theater to watch The Killer. New Fincher movie. Written by... Yeah, I want to check that out. How long was it again? Two hours. Okay. This, my, this, this review is pivotal. Well, my my homie wrote it. So you can't you can't be honest about it. I guess I'll talk to y'all for No, I can, because if it if it sucked, I would have just been like, All right, let's do uh voicemails yay or something. Yeah, he wouldn't have. No, it was it was sick. I I wanted to see it in theater because I mean, you know, Fincher is an incredible director and I wanted to support <laughs> my buddy Andy. And you know he he also wrote seven, 
So it's like the seven team pairing up again for another movie. And I, I know that it's based on a comic, but I've never read the comic. Have you, Shuddy? No, I didn't know it was based on a comic. So Fastbender is... I haven't read it either. He's basically an assassin, and he's doing a job, and it kind of goes sideways, and there's some retaliation, and then he's like, oh, all right, now I will retaliate. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of Dexter in the way where it shows how methodical you have to be to be an assassin and to get away with it and to stay off the radar. And there's a a lot of his planning is shown and then he goes and executes it. And it's, it's like told in chapters as things play out. So like once, you know, things go tits up and they do something bad to him. It's like he, he researches like the, the chain of command and who he has to get revenge on. And it just goes like piece by piece as he climbs the ladder. And it's, it's fucking cool. It's, it's real old school. It's very like grounded in reality. It's very, it's kind of noirish. And then the, some of the, 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 I guess, yeah, I guess you could say fighting and the combat and the kills action. are pretty, cause it's, it's not really an action movie. It's it's a lot more mellow than that. I don't know. It's interesting. It's it's a very unique way of of telling the story. But I thought it was fucking cool. I really liked it. Have you told him? Oh wait, no, you have. I haven't even had a chance to talk to him. Probably right. Or did you text him? Like, oh, this is sick. No. Now that I'm, now that you're pointing it out, I kind of feel like a dickhead. I didn't. I should. I should text him. <laughs> but yeah, he, he probably should. He probably thinks you hated it. Uh, did, you, did it come out this weekend? I think it came out this weekend or last weekend. Uh, I don't know. Just tell him you just got around to seeing it, and you figured he's probably getting a lot of messages. So yeah, it was sick though. I'll suck. I'll suck four killer dicks. And those are <laughs> those are fast bender dicks, and apparently that guy's fucking <laughs> like a fucking elephant trunk. He's packing heat. Apparently, yeah. Have you ever seen that movie Shame? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think we can confirm it. Yeah, <laughs> he is packing heat. Yeah, they show him like peeing in a toilet from behind, and like there's no piss. His dick just hangs into the toilet water while he's standing. Yeah, you can see his penis when he's his back is is facing you. It's like, oh my god. Would you say that's your favorite part of the movie, Jeff? Top five for sure. <laughs> uh, do we still have some time? We can make time. Yeah, what's up? Or do we? Let's you know what? Let's let's save it for Patreon. Let's put the the New York Post article about the most searched sex positions in each state into Shuddy Boy's fucking news. All right, I'm into that. I hope New Jersey searched 69 a lot. Hey, I'm 69 and over here. Let's see. I can confirm or didn't. Ah, no. Oh, you. All right. I can't wait to. It's going to take up. We're going to have to get to it pretty early on in the Patreon because. I mean, there's some of these sexual positions. I I mean, I've never heard of. 
and oh, I've been Googling them while we've uh, been podcasting. Ah, uh, that's I wanted you. Okay. So we're just going to have Kevin try and figure out what they are. Guess All which right. state Googled cousin missionary. <laughs> no, no, I, it, it, there, I mean, Eiffel tower is one that's Googled a lot. Wow. So one state, the most people Googled Eiffel towering. Uh, more than one state, sir. More That's than one state. Probably Jersey. Uh, well, I, I do have an update, another MSPH update, involving Jeff's Oscars punishment. You've so, got to send him the bill, by the way. <laughs> it That's is, a real punishment. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm sure you've seen it on the internet. We even ripped it on the Ella show. It is fermented herring called Surstroming. And I guess the biggest manufacturer is this company, Oscar, in Sweden. And it is absolutely repulsive. And I know it's very on brand to say this, but it is one of the more deadly accurate, accurate things you'll ever hear me say. When you pierce that tin, you are instantly overwhelmed by the scent of diarrhea and vomit. And I'm not you said to I can eat it outdoors, right? So I don't ruin my apartment. Yeah. I mean, I was almost thinking, like, should we do this one in person? Should I come to you? Should you come to me? Maybe we can set, like, we can set the, the, it up on the, my balcony out in Poop Slime. We should come together. Because it is, I mean, we're going to need additional filming on this. It is nightmarish. It is, it'll clear an entire room. You could put it in the sphere in Vegas right at the center, crack it, and everybody will be running for the, for the exit. This is in previous experience, right? This is not, you didn't open this can. No, I ordered it, but it hasn't come in yet because it's being shipped from Sweden. But it looks like it should be in here in time for our first show post-Thanksgiving. And it also, I, get, I don't know if this company's going out of business, but when I went on the website to buy it, it was like, get your last cans now. I don't know if they're stopping production of it. Cause, I highly doubt it. I mean, it's it was on sale for $20 off from $90 to $70. This stuff is expensive for molten diarrhea and puke. But, um, um, you know, it's Carl, a lot of money to pay for something that half a bite is going to get taken and the rest is going to get thrown out. Look, all that matters is you guys Maybe I enjoy are, it. You guys are going to get a great podcast that day like we've all heard jeff vomit off camera before you're gonna you're gonna be up close and personal for it this time it is it is i'm i'm going to i'm gonna go to like ralph's or something and buy a separate can opener that can be thrown out once we use it it's that it's that repulsive this stuff you're gonna be smelling it for weeks i'm gonna be smelling it for weeks all right i don't want to think about it anymore it's like a tin of toxic waste it's horrible and you know carl did a semester abroad in sweden and we when we went to japan we went with one of her swedish friends so we were texting her this weekend be like hey have you ever heard of surstroming she's like oh yeah i've had that before um i've had it on crackers before it smells real bad <laughs> they just keep it in their cupboard i don't know if they keep it in their cupboard but because it, it's like a delicacy it's i don't think it's something that 
people eat every day unless <laughs> yeah, they're sick fucks. Because I, I, I took a bite of it, and you know, they're it's full herrings, but they've been fermenting for so long that they fall apart when you, you know, when you pick at them, and it's the flavor of it is like ocean water. It's so unbelievably salty, and then you pair that with the molten diarrhea and vomit smell, and it is game fucking over, man. Well, I'm doing poop slime alley. Yeah, so it's it's on its way. It's coming. So Jeff is going to be paying the piper for losing his Oscars bet. We're getting it in before the <laughs> the that's that seems to be our our like goalpost is right before the next Oscars. We do <laughs> yeah. the pre, the punishment from the previous year. Yeah, it's a punishment good for a year. Yeah. It, all that means is we like to take our time until we find the right punishment. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't settle for we don't settle. We don't blow our loads too fast. Yeah. I think everyone can appreciate that. Yeah, as long as we get it right. We'll get there, but we're gonna get it right first. Um so I think that pretty much handles it. Um thank you guys for listening. If you need more MSPH in your life, and come on, who doesn't? Sign up for our Patreon, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash Hour. Just revamped, way more user-friendly. You can access all the specialty shows that much easier. $10 tier is, it's the tits. I'm not going to lie. It's fire. It's fucking awesome. Um, so check it out, patreon.com slash Hour. And if you would like to see videos of this, youtube.com slash Hour. But the YouTube episodes do not contain the Easter egg, which are audio only. And on today's Easter egg, we make the announcement about the next MSPH wrestling. So listen to the Easter egg for the full card. It is December 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern on Dom's Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash DomV311. Yeah. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, $5 tier or up, there will be a Zoom link posted. So you can join myself, Shuddy, Jeff, Dom, and all the other Puminati as we watch this event and drink and smoke and partake and get weird. And it all it's, it's going to get fucking weird. It's always weird. Always. Yep. So, it's always fun, too. Yeah. More importantly. Yeah. You do not want to miss it. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Records. And at MSPH Podcast. And at John Cooper Movie. Um, you can also check out Jeff's sports betting podcast, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Check it out. Yep. I'm sure there's a lot of um, throwball being discussed. Perfect. NFL Week 10 this week. Uh, obviously, or I'm also going to be doing some NBA podcasts, so check that out. Yeah. So we will catch some of you in Patreon land for sex positions by state. And for everybody else, until next time, something. Scoopity boop. Hmm. I think, I think.
Everything is sounding fine, perhaps. I don't fucking know. Where is... Uh, ooh, ooh. Here we go. There's the link. Opong. Look who decided to join us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything all okay, Kevin? Best part about it is I can't hear him giving me shit. Yo, 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 yo. I just sharded. No, I'm kidding. I am not late because of a shart. Just trying to get some uh, MSPH stuff handled. And uh, lost track of time. I had to hop in the shower. The fuck? Because I was a fucking stinky. Shreddy's going through some audio issues, clearly. Oh, boy. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Fucking hungry. All right, here we are. I'm, I'm here finally. Sorry, fellas. Oh, you sound all crappy right now for some reason. Do I? Let's see. Because for some reason, Zoom switched to the mic that's apparently on this stupid webcam. Do I sound better now? Nope. Seriously? Yeah, nothing changed. Stupid Zoom. Fucking, fucking bullshit ass Zoom. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Ooh, now that is a dagger. I'm going to close the meeting and start it over again. Be right back. Oh, no. Oh, geez. Booted out of the Zoom meeting. Holy shit. Doop a doop. Doop, 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 doop. Oh, shit. Now, where'd the window go to go back to Zoom? Here we go. Open. Open buttocks cheeks, please. Poor favor, poor favor, poor favor. Join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't hear you, Shuddy. Oh, no. And I don't think you can hear me either. Check, check, check. Oh. Hello. Is Zoom allowing me to speak to you? I can't hear Shuddy. Jeff, can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. But I can't hear Shuddy.
Uh oh, here oh, comes man. here comes the He Man throw. Yeah, I have a bad feeling for that He Man case behind Shuddy. Man, when I was at Shuddy's house, I saw he had a a blackface He Man. Yikes! Don't rile him up. Come on. I mean, I think technically it was like soot. He man. Oh no, no, it was like negative He Man. I don't know if you're joking or not. Now I'm confused. Oh man! Wow! Wow! Oh shit! Shuddy bounced. Made me the host. Do 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 do. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. And you, you sound you sound good. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. All right. Yep. You sound you sound normal, Shud. I just almost had a meltdown. Blood die. <laughs> oh. I saw it coming. <laughs> uh we'll we'll talk about it on the show, but uh <laughs> we'll talk about the straight up meltdown I had uh on I guess it was Wednesday when I was taking my food safety certification ex- proctored exam. Wait, a food safety prostate exam? What the hell's that? No, I I had to take my food safety exam and I had to be on cam while I did it so they can make sure I wasn't cheating. <laughs> and I had a full on meltdown to the point where I think they changed proc it's why they changed proctors mid test. Oh boy! Can't wait to hear about that. I love but a little shutty boy meltdown when it's not directed at us. Yeah, it was full on. <laughs> like it was. The temper tantrum. I I don't want to go too much into it, but I mean, it was just <laughs> a a pubic hair. A pubic hair shy of me flipping my desk. And I'm talking literally a pubic hair shy from that. Like every, it went, it, the room looked like I had done that by the time I was finally taking my test. Oh my goodness. Well, Kevin, I know, I hope you know what to do with the A block. Man, yeah, I just all I have is the Vegas trip to recap. I got nothing uh, to review. I have the MSPH wrestling announcement. Uh, right now, Kevin's pissed. <laughs> um, Dom and I went to, I made another trip to Quakertown Farmers Market with Dom this time. Oh, shit. I bought a shit ton of DVDs. Are Dom. DVD players no longer a thing? Right? Like, isn't it only like really Blu-ray now? But Blu-ray play DVDs. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying. I mean, a Blu-ray player at this point. I don't know. Let's look at Amazon. See how much DVD players are. 
DVD player. All right, collectibles now. I know. I mean, VCRs are several hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars. I don't want to say several. That's exaggerating. Somebody will check me on the comments. Um, it looks like you can get a brand new DVD player. Um, I'm looking at the emblems on it. Z- yeah, zero support for Blu-ray. And it's $35, brand new. I have a 3D Blu-ray player. Dude, I do as well. That I have watched exactly in the probably 10 years I've owned it and thought I was such a badass for buying a 3D Blu-ray player. I own and have watched exactly zero 3D Blu-rays. Same, because you need like a a fucking 3D TV to pair it with. (laughs) Like it's <laughs> yeah, because I remember back when they were selling 3D versions of Blu-rays, and I was like, I mean, I guess I'll get the 3D one if that's where everything is heading. You know, if I want to rewatch this shit and everything's going to be in 3D, nope, no, that that did not catch on at all. Nobody wanted 3D shit, and I still like you know during uh, last month when I was watching tons and tons of horror movies and stuff it was funny accidentally putting ones on that were like deep in the trenches of the 3d phase where stuff is flying at the camera and it looks so shitty like my bloody valentine i've never even bothered to watch that but i heard it's pretty bad but yeah that's one where like the axe comes flying at the screen like four or five times like oh you know what i watched it was um midnight meat train you ever see that one I have that was on the list. We didn't get to it, but no. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 Bradley Cooper. It's a Bradley Cooper horror movie. And Vinny, what's his name? Right? Uh yeah, uh, the British guy. Yeah, Bullet Bullet Tooth Tommy, right? Isn't that his name in Fuck Vin, Vinny Man. I like how he's got like this reputation Jones? for being a hard Vinnie ass. Paul. Like, nope. Vinny Paul is uh Yeah, that's that's what I could couldn't Pantera. get out of my head. That's Logan uh, I, I keep going Vinny Paul or Vinny Paz, and Vinny Paz is from Jedi Mind Trick slash Army of the Pharaohs. That's not the guy from uh Eurotrip. God damn it, why is this so difficult? All right. Uh where's Midnight Me Train? Here we go. I think it's Vinnie Jones or something. Yeah, Vinnie yeah, Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. And there's a part where it's like New York City, and there's this train that comes late at night where everybody on it gets fucking butchered and taken away. And Vinnie Jones is the bad guy, and he has just this massive meat mallet. And there's a part where he smacks some chick in the back of the head, and the eyeball like flies out of her head and right towards the camera, and it is so bad. It's so dumb. Looks fucking terrible. Although that movie is kind of fun. Massive meat mallet. Uh, mallet. <laughs> Graven and I are starting a deep dive into 80s comedies. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. So. A good one to throw I mean, on would well, be, I mean, there's going to be so many titties with you watching with your son. That's going to be weird. We will talk about it now instead of, I won't use these almost 40-year-old movies as my reviews in the main episode, but we did the first police Academy, which I don't even think I've ever seen in its entirety. Is it good? Really? It's, 
I enjoy it. I've seen it many times. Uh, it's one of those movies that some of the jokes now, though, you go, oh. Uh, yeah, I remember there was one where he was like bullying one of the cadets into giving, like threatening her to lose her job unless she gave him. She showed his thighs. Something like that. Yeah, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's Steve Gutenberg sexually harassing Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Pretending to be a superior officer. He's like, show me your thighs. Yeah, and it's it's meant to be in like a charming, lighthearted, funny thing. And it's like, ooh. Uh, and then last night- show me your watched, ass cheeks or you're fired. We watched Naked Gun, inspired by our conversation not that long ago. And that was fun to revisit. Which one? Naked Gun. Oh, yeah. Naked Gun's fucking awesome. Nice beaver. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. <laughs> A joke I did not get the first 50 times I watched Naked Gun. Well, like, I had, to ex- I had to absolutely explain the opening scene of that movie to Draven. When, oh, where it follows like, the siren? No, no. Even before that, where he's in Beirut... And there's all the bad guys sitting around the table. Like, Draven didn't grow up in the 80s. He doesn't know that those were all the the bad guys in the Middle East and Russia at the time. Like, they they just look like generic bad guys to him. (laughs) Like Idi Amin and Yasser Arafat and Mikhail Gorbachev. Mr. Poohhead. Ma'am. I, that was, as a child, that was the funniest thing in the world, that there was like a famous bald guy and he had a birthmark. That had a giant birthmark on his head? Yeah, of of, that looked exactly molecule for molecule like bird shit. Like, I I looked for (laughs) any excuse. I even put that picture up on my Instagram once where I was like six years old and I dressed up as Gorbachev for a school presentation. I was just like, I just want to be the bird shit head guy. Wait a minute, you did Gorbachev cosplay? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did anyone get it at the time? Yeah, it landed. Nice. Yeah, I like that idea, Shuddy. Okay. We just need to make sure that we uh, let everybody know that... We are now going to be in the the main episode that the MSPH wrestling announcement is going to be in the Easter egg. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Jeff. No, you're the host. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh. Battle Cat is in severe danger right now. (laughs) I'm going to send you a 10-pager. No, I. <laughs> I'm somehow logged out, and the. <sighs> Dom didn't think the original password I made for the what the fuck did I just watch Gmail account was secure enough. Oh yeah, so everybody's he, looking to hack that. Christ. So he made it more secure and I can never remember it. Oh god, your bitches are stupid. Kevin's homies 
login for Crunchyroll is the most secure password in the history of passwords. <laughs> I don't think it could be any more like unless like I had to unless it's like a fingerprint like the uh, MacBooks. I, it, there's no way it could be more secure. Yeah, and you can even cut someone's thumb off. Yeah, I would argue it's more su- secure than a fingerprint and a retinal scan. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Do you think it's an auto pop one that was auto populated? And I hope he's he's one of those guys who has been like at the zenith of computer savvy for decades. Like when we were in high school, he knew how to like hack all the computers in the computer lab. And he's always been like the skill of an anonymous hacker pretty much. So every password he uses, I think is like auto generated and it's like 40,000 characters of varying nonsense. It looks like when, uh, when you die in Qbert, like when an anvil falls in your head and he's like, squirmy plop. All right, Shuddy, is, is, is Dom being responsive? No, I had, I just had to comb through, uh, my text messages to find it. Cause the last time he sent it to me was October 27th, 2021. Man, Jeff is really vibrating the shit out of his prostate right now. You can hear that? The windows are closed. <laughs> well, there's no windows on your ass cheeks. That vibrator is fucking his ass the way the Oakland Raiders fucked the New York Giants yesterday. Vegas now. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, I I am in. I have it. I am ready to make the announcement. Jeff, can you stop your self-pleasure for a moment? (laughs) You didn't have to mute yourself. Uh, MSPH Wrestling X7. Saturday, December 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern. Twitch.tv slash DomV311. Be there or be lame. There's no tagline for it. I just made that up. I made that up on the spot. You're welcome. Can you say that date one more time? Because the fucking, the vibrator in my ass distracts me. December 2nd at 8 (laughs) p.m. Uh, we are going to kick off with a 20-woman Royal Rumble match, followed by a traditional tag team match for the vacated MSPH Tag Team Championships, uh, Demon Midas and Blaine Voorhees versus Clouded Minds Dave, who's re- placing the injured Clouded Minds Ryan, which is why the the titles were vacated, and Clouded Minds Chris, a.k.a. the two Clouded Minds. Yeah, a lot of clouds. Then then we have a two out of three falls tables match for the MSPH Hardcore Championship. First person to put two people through a table wins, and that is going to be T-Bone. Versus Guy on a Boat, who is the reigning champion. Then we've got an eight-man battle royal for the number one contender for the Hardcore Championship featuring Brian from Houston versus Thunderwolf 
versus Ginger and Juice versus Poudini versus Blitz versus Arts versus Boognish versus Purple Badger Man. Good Lord. Then we have a first blood match for the Canadian Championship between Kratom O'Neill and Low Man Chris, the reigning champion. Then we have a tornado tag ladder match for the number one contender for the tag team championships. Tag team championship featuring the bald Kevin Kraft. Oh, no. Remind, yeah. Remember, you lost the hair versus hair match against Clowny Hair last time. So oh, yeah. Now... I, I, it's very easy to remember my stats because they're all losses. Uh, you and the dragon Jeff Clark versus Santa Claus and Rudolph. Nice. Oh, man. Then like Christmas, though. I'm we're disappointed gonna, I have to fight against it. We're going to cancel Christmas, Jeff. <laughs> then, because he apparently has a vendetta, Clowny Hair again has put his Intercontinental Championship on the line in a hair versus hair match against myself. Oh, wow. You, uh, you created a beef, huh? And he has made it known that he is coming for all of our hair. So if I don't win, Jeff, you're on the chopping block next. <laughs> Clowny hair has taken offense to some things we've said, obviously. Yeah, and if Jeff loses, I'm he has told- to shave his pussy. <laughs> He's collecting MSPH scalps, huh? Yeah, he <laughs> sure is. <laughs> uh, and then in a triple threat match for the MSPH Women's World Championship... We've got Feline Mob cashing in her money in the bank versus Jen T versus Agnetha the Cavewoman, the reigning champion. Then in a triple threat match, the main event is a triple threat match for the MSPH World Heavyweight Championship featuring the $11 trillion man cashing in his money in the bank uh, (laughs) versus the voice of God, Mike. Versus the champion Marshall Festus, Jeff. And then as... You're gonna have to calm down over there. You might not have an ass left. <laughs> what it's is right. Jeff? I can hardly hear. What is Jeff's? How much does Jeff fuck his ass with that vibrator? If all of this work <laughs> isn't even causing a reaction, it is kind of loud. I do. I have noise canceling earbuds on, so my bad. <laughs> I, I switched to transparency mode, and then. Uh, we are going to wrap up the night in the same fashion as we always do with the 30-man Royal Rumble match. Nice. All right, there you have it. And... December 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Zoom link will be posted on the Patreon. Yeah, so if you're not a member, sign up and you can party with us because those events usually go about seven or eight hours. They're, yeah, you, you really get to know us in that so, time. Yeah, for anybody saying there's zero fan interaction, just come hang out on that Zoom for a little while. All oh, right, man. Well. All right, that's uh, exciting stuff. Shout out to Dom for putting that together. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Him and I finalized the card over the weekend. So that Recording was, in progress. That was fun. Right. Oh man, I guess um, New York Post 
um, did an article about the most searched sex positions by state revealed. New York Post is always doing the hard-hitting news. Yeah. My mom uh, loves the New York Post. They're probably the better, the best headline writers ever. I mean, New York Post is probably the best newspaper that's just a shade above a tabloid, right? Like they're oh yeah. They're like they're they're borderline. Uh they put real news in there, but they also mix in a lot of uh what what is what smart. sex positions are people in Kentucky searching for? Well, do we wanna uh do that now in the Easter egg or do that I in mean, the main episode? The Easter egg is now 25 minutes long, so we should probably kick the actual show off. Yeah, let's do it. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 